0: Unlike my two co-hosts, I do and have had a morning routine for roughly the past four and a half years when my firstborn was born. When you have a kid, you get this amazing gift as a human alarm clock that will wake you up between the hours of 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. every single day. But that doesn't help you feel any better in the morning. I still need a lot of coffee in the morning to get me up. So I've been looking for something to give me that extra boost, that extra pep in my step, and I found it with AG1. It has now become a part of my morning routine. Instead of, for the first thing of after feeding my kids, popping on the coffee maker, I make myself an AG1 shake. I'm going AG1, and then I'm coasting until lunchtime. It's been a game changer for me in my mornings.
1: So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash ggt again that's athleticgreens.com slash ggt to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance go get it
2: the roan commuter shirt goes with literally everything in my wardrobe it is flexible it is breathable it looks good i feel confident in it you kidding me So here's what I'm going to do for y'all. Go on and upgrade your closet with Roan and use GGT at checkout to save 20%. Go to Roan.com. That's R H O N E.com slash GGT. You can get 20% off your order. That's R H O N E.com slash GGT.
3: There's another side to good health, and that's
0: good mental health.
3: Nothing I've ever done has worked properly. So the fact that you guys are saying this is working is unbelievably great. I
1: mean, you're you're picking up on our on our soundboard. We got you. We can hear you. We can see you. You're
3: looking That's great.
1: So also, what good. a flex that we just I just said soundboard. That's not even true. That is we not, don't we don't, that we is don't have a soundboard. Connor is our soundboard. It's a digital soundboard. It's yeah. a digital soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> well, wh- welcome to the studio. What
3: up? Where in the world are you? I'm in uh, Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, a, a little bohemian enclave, a cultural breadbasket. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that one, but I'm probably going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's in the what's in the cup this morning? It's called the Fulton Street Smoothie. I'm actually not sure what's in it. I mean, the ingredients are listed on the menu, but I've never looked at them. I just ordered it once, and I was like, "This is delicious." So I just I order it. I have it every day. This is my every day my lunch.
0: What's the flavor profile?
3: A little bit. There's a little bit of nut for sure. Uh, There's a little bit of nut butter. I'm not sure if it's peanut or almond. And then there's definitely some berry. And then, I mean, the ingredient. I think I feel the banana taste, or or more like the um, what do they call it? Mouth feel. The mouth feel. Mm -hmm. So there's banana mouth feel, and then. There's also like at least five other ingredients because the list of ingredients is long at the smoothie place, but I'm not sure what those ingredients are. Right, right. But thank you for asking. I actually uh, feel honored to have had the opportunity to describe that in such a well-spoken manner. You're doing a little free advertising for Fulton Street. Right. Do you? Well, no, no. You, the smoothie is called Fulton Street, but it's from uh, Brooklyn Blend. Shout out Brooklyn Blend. Great smoothies and oh, wow. bed
1: Wow. You've sort of answered this question, but I'll, I'll ask it anyways. Like, do you when you go to a restaurant that you've been to before, will you get the same thing every time
3: or will you mix it up and pick a new menu item? It depends on the place. If it's if it's a if it's like a new establishment, I will probably jump around the menu. But if it's an old establishment, I will probably order the chicken parmesan uh, <laughs> almost every single time. Parms it man. just depends. If it's like a classic restaurant, I'm sticking with classics. If it's some new shit that I'm probably only going to go to once or twice, like that's kind of the thing. If it's a new restaurant, I usually only attend once, right? And then if it's like an old restaurant, like a Manetta Tavern or a Bemonti or something like that or Finelli, I pretty much just get the same thing every single time, which is usually just a burger. Have you been to Bernies before? If you're a chicken Bernie's. yeah,
1: I, I I imagined you would. If it's like the, it's a new version of an old restaurant, it feels like an I old. I fuck with it. It's the best, dude. The Caesar salad. Oh, Brad and Drew, next time you guys are in New York, we're going to Bernie's.
2: I fuck
0: with a Caesar salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's my go-to travel Same. food. Go to travel food. Wait, travel food? That's your
3: travel food? You like you bring it on the airplane? Oh, no, bag?
0: no, no, no. If if I'm. Could you imagine? You should be you should be escorted off of off of a plane if you bring any sort of salad onto an aircraft. Uh, right. No, I'm saying I'm saying if I'm traveling. I'm going to get a Caesar salad yeah. if I don't know the menu or in the airport. Just just get a Caesar. You'll be safe. Usually. And, 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 and and Drew, you're doing this any time of day? Well, well around around like a lunch or a, or maybe okay. a dinner, a like an early dinner. Caesar. Yeah, not not a not a breakfast Caesar. No, no.
3: I asked because I did a breakfast Caesar once and it was fucking fire. Really? Did you get, did you get like a what? poached egg on it or something? I don't remember. It was like at a, it was like we were going uh, we were taking a, a road trip to go skiing and I don't remember where we were going, like maybe Vermont or something and it was really early it was like 7 a.m or 8 a.m and we stopped at this diner and i was kind of just like i'm kind of in the mood for a caesar salad and the mood and strikes. so i got it and it hit where
2: did you look around to like the the group you're with like am i nasty for this
3: yeah no and they were all like breakfast caesar and everyone was kind of supportive i you know i felt really <laughs> welcomed and like i wasn't a freak of nature even though i am that's yep. supportive friends right there. Yeah, that's, that's real. a great group yeah. of friends. Well, a lot of them are like Minnesota guys, Midwest guys, so I think that they probably, if they were judging me, they were doing it silently. Yeah, mm. it was it was that that judgment was shoved down deep. Yeah, <laughs> they would never like flat out say like you're weird and disgusting. Mm. <laughs> they don't want to offend me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say I forgot about that cream. You're uh, you went to the University of Minnesota, yeah. So you spent yeah. some time in. So I'm in I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I, you know, born and raised Midwest. What What can you tell us about your time in in the Midwest in in Minnesota?
3: So I grew up in Minnesota. I spent pretty much 25 years uh, of my life there, aka my childhood and adolescence. <laughs> <laughs> also, and, <yes>. uh, <laughs> and then and then 10 10 almost 11 years ago, I moved to New York. Um, but yeah, like I had an idyllic, 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 uh, childhood. I grew up in a suburb called Mendota Heights, very sandlot vibe. Nice. Like, like it was a dead end. And in my backyard was the elementary school. So there were two baseball fields, sand, sand baseball fields. Hmm. Uh, and so it was just like a good fucking neighborhood. I had, you know, there's probably 15 kids running amok. In that neighborhood, we were all the same age. There was like the older, like a little bit older kids that were like, you know, getting into like Guns and Roses uh, when I was like seven, and so I was like, "Ooh, that's the first CD I bought was Guns and Roses," because these the older kids were wow. listening to it. But everyone hung out. There was no real, like, no one really cared. So it was really fun. And then, um, and then I went, yeah, I went to middle school in kind of the same neighborhood, and then I went to high school, which had this convergence of suburb kids and then like city kids and so i went from being in an elementary school with pretty much like only white and like some asian people to going to a high school which had like white black mexican um and then like everything in between except Mm -hmm. for arabs of which i was probably like there was maybe seven actually no there was like two um and at the time i was white so i didn't identify (laughs) At the time, oh, wow. I was definitely white. Yeah. So, you know, there were no Arabs at my school. And then I went to the University of Minnesota, had a fucking blast. The only reason I went there is because I got, was too lazy to like move. Uh, and, and the <laughs> University of Minnesota was 20 minutes away. Um, and so I was just like, I guess I'll just go here because I literally don't have to move. Like, I can, I mean, I moved into the dorms, but I didn't have to like drive two hours. Right. And it's it's a good choice because my other options were like potentially going to like the University of Minnesota Duluth, which I think I would have been very very sad
0: there. Yeah, it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere.
3: Yeah, I just like the 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 being in the city, you know, uh, was a real kind of like game changer for me in terms of being like, oh, there's a lot more out there because like growing up in the suburbs of Minnesota. We never even went to Minneapolis. Like as a kid, I probably went to Minneapolis twice in my entire life. Um oh, wow. And then I and then I just moved. I mean it felt like a move. Like I, I moved to the city, you know, so it was cool. It was it was a good, fun, vibing. I was vibing, you know. <laughs> Man, I, I don't
1: I don't I need some more amok running in my life. We I feel like running amok leaves your system at a certain age and I need, No, you live in I, New York. That's don't true. You? Yeah, I do you run
3: it? You're probably you're probably going to run amok tonight.
1: <laughs> it's actually it's a really good point. There's going to be some
3: amok. There's going to be some amucking in my future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I, I, I no shade on where everyone else lives. But in New York City, you can run amok until you die. Yeah, yeah. there's no yeah. there's no expectation to stop running amok. Mm. Right. Right. In yeah. fact, it's encouraged. It's, it's encouraged on every. Yeah, yeah it's on every block. That's it's on point. every street and everyone's doing it. Like, it's, it's actually the worst place to live if you want to be normal.
0: Stable, yeah. That ass. Dead I was going to say, Con- Connor's lifestyle has been running amok literally for the past year so That's almost. true. What am I so, talking about? I was going to say, yeah, you're the I've only, only been one. <laughs> yeah. I've, been, I've, been, I've been fucking sprinting
1: amok. Wait, when did you move? December 31st, 2021.
3: Oh, oh so you're in the phase where, like... You're fucked, actually. <laughs> you're like, you're so fucked. Like, I'm, ru- I'm running a fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're running a fuck. Like, you're at the point where the city is going to try to kick you out right. via drugs, alcohol, women, people abusing you and yelling at you and fucking you and ripping you off. You're at the point where, like, <laughs> and fucking got, you. Fucking you. <laughs> you're in that you're in the hazing period you're in the hazing period where like if you can make it over three years or four years like you can probably stay but yeah um you know i don't speak for i I am allowed to call myself a new yorker so i don't speak for all new yorkers and especially i I don't claim new york i mean i was talking about this the other day is like i identify more as a new yorker than i do as a midwesterner at this Mm, point sure and it was really an interesting like moment in time where i was like damn like I mean, I've lived here for for eleven years, nearly, and you know, I lived in Minneapolis for for like eight, you know, Yeah, and yeah, yeah. so it's pretty. Uh, how old am I? I'm thirty six. Yeah, so like you, most you stay, of my you're, adult you're New life, Yorker. You know? yeah. yeah, you're New York. Yeah, Yorker, for, sure. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Your,
1: your so, but, fists but, but, are permanently clenched. You're you're yeah. developing a series of stomach ulcers. <laughs> um, yeah no it's funny though you mentioned like the 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 period of time like i have been noticing i've been looking around and being like man i've been getting fucked a lot recently it's it's not that like <laughs> it, it feels like it feels like i'm getting fucked a lot more than i than i maybe mm-hmm. used to
3: interesting i mean the city's designed to fuck you like i i remember when i first moved here actually no this is like 5 years ago i was extremely broke and i was like ooh I had a car. It's time shit, to move to New have. York, the most expensive <laughs> no, city in the fucking world. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean, always broke for a long time. But I remember I like was furnishing my apartment. And I like found like a free computer desk, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Mm. Like I'm in. So I drive, and I'm like, "I'm gonna pick it up. It's gonna be fully free." I drive, I park the car for I kid you not four minutes, or maybe three. Come downstairs, hundred fifteen dollar ticket. God <laughs> damn, it was not a free. And desk. the computer I, like, desk had termites. Uh, yeah, like, they wouldn't <laughs> let me live, you know? They won't <laughs> let you live in this bitch. It's true. God it's true. damn. It's the best city in the universe. Like, New York, it's like, it's, they should put it on the sign. It should say, like, welcome to New York, get fucked. There's that There's
1: that TikTok where it's like, why is it always New York smells like piss and not my piss
3: smells like the greatest city in the world? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Holy shit, I like that. That's a good tweet. Yeah, put that on a shirt. Truly.
2: Oh no. man, I'm curious about. we were talking so much about like food taste buds. You're you you from the Midwest. Do you, do you st- do you have any like ties, uh, culinarily mm-hmm. to that region that 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 time you grew up? Because we, we we're recently talking about um, pimento cheese. This there's a there's a hot button issue. Yeah, it's it's a really hot button issue in golf. And I know like you're you're newly into golf, so if you don't know, now you know pimento cheese is like that 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 heat rock out in these streets. You love it or you hate it, <laughs> or it's ruining your life like it's doing ours because we fucking hate it. It's yeah, gross. We're, we're single issue voters on this yeah. on this topic. <laughs> and mm-hmm. your your breakfast Caesar salad kind of started this thought for me. Like, if I want a food i'm gonna get it and if mm-hmm. i don't if i don't like it i'm not gonna fucking eat it like mm-hmm. we are too old at this it's point we're reasonable we're we're grown people right like I, i'm not gonna fall victim to like this pimento cheese industrial complex that's like this <laughs> this sandwich is is part of the establishment of golf yeah. it's religion
3: it you has golfers in a fucking chokehold is the pimento sandwich a part of golf Yes, yo. Yes, unfortunately, yes. yeah. As well, do you know okay. what
1: pimento cheese is?
3: Yeah, I've okay. only had it one time. It's when uh, Bobby Flay made me a burger. He made me a juicy Lucy stuffed with pimento. Yo, Bobby spit Flay that shit out, didn't you? Bobby Flay is about to get canceled
1: on this podcast. No, right I now ate that. the, that's it. it. It was fucking it fire. That's an act of terrorism.
3: <laughs> it was fire. It was a juicy oh, Lucy God. too. God,
1: I don't even know what that is. Yeah, hip, hit me. Juicy, what's Lucy? that?
3: It's the cheeseburger. Oh, I thought y'all are Midwesterners. Like maybe it's a Minnesota delicacy, but it's nah. a cheese. It's an internal cheeseburger. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's the, a stuffed. The, a cheese, stuffed burger. the cheese is in the burger. Yeah. So he stuffed it with pimento. pimento cheese. That is an actual Trojan horse.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally.
3: <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't have like an opinion on pimento cheese because that's the only time I've had it, and that was like a strange choice. But like, it works. It's fine. But like, is pimento cheese just what is it even? I don't even know what it is. Like, is it just runny? Like, it's is it has peppers in it or something? It's like pepper jack? Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And, and hella and like mayo.
1: Ma- mayo. It's a and mayo-based cold sammy. On, oh, White bread filled with chunks of cold cheddar cheese. Chunks mm-hmm. of cold cheddar cheese. And, and sliced chunks. up pimento, pimento why uh, is that,
3: peppers. Uh, why is that on the golf course? I don't know. I that. have no... F-
1: so, <laughs> it's a, so it's, it, it's a Ask southern Bobby thing. it's Bobby Jones, man. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 a southern thing. And I think it comes. So so the Masters is held in Augusta, Georgia every year. And it's become like this bastion of golf culinary excellence with an asterisk in the in the golf world because it's served at the Masters every year. And that's where it gained its popularity. Yeah. Obviously, golfers all over the place are obsessed with the Masters. So anything connected to the Masters, i.e. pimento cheese, yeah. they're going <laughs> to embrace with undying. Like they will go to reverence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You guys, yeah. Should,
3: you guys should start a movement. Like, well, you. We, ha- we have. Oh, you're it's running. begun. The, yeah, the movement is moving. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. hell yeah. I'm glad to be a part of this. I, I'm down. I'm known for protesting whatever you like, whatever anyone wants. I'm in. This is so funny. We,
0: we actually, yeah, I was going to say, we need Kareem to help us out with maybe like a, a viral moment to, you know, keep it moving. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, go I ahead, Connor. Uh,
1: Eliza, my, my girlfriend, is in the other room. She she texted me. She said, I can hear you. It's not chunks. It's shreds. And it's more cream cheese than mayo <laughs> as base. Slander. She's from Georgia. So she's yeah. got, she's completely she's brainwashed Eliza, by this.
0: Is Eliza team Pimento. She's what does she Pimento. think about what? What does she think about our? It's a it's a stance. tough time in our household. Yeah, right you have now. to God sleep on the you have to sleep Lee. on the Peloton those nights. Yeah, I sleep I'd, on the Peloton.
3: I I will say it's interesting that you guys all agree on this. Yeah, <laughs> right, you know, it, the, I I I need some tension here. Like like that's somebody why, has to that's be like, we, no, dude, I fuck with Memento. Yeah. Which one of you is going to turn? We mainly just, like, shadow box with it, right? Like, we're, we're punching air. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. It's a one-sided,
3: one-sided beef. Yeah. No, I have an yeah. idea for you, okay? As group call therapy, I have an idea for you. Get a lawyer. It can be a fake lawyer. Okay. okay. And issue a cease and desist to the masters. <laughs> <laughs> and publish it on Instagram and just start the fucking... And, and do a change.org petition and Yo. just do it. And yeah. I'm in. I mean, we can get signs. Maybe will will you be our lawyer? Can you, can you can be your a lawyer,
0: Kareem Ra- Kareem Rama Esquire? Be you know maybe yeah. attorney have, yeah. attorney at yeah, law. Yeah. All right. Cool. I went
3: to law school. I went to law school. Perfect. That's right. You did. I watched. Uh, I watched. <laughs> what did I watch? You watched With Law like and a Order. Shitty lawyer, law man. and Order. <laughs> 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 law and Order. I'm in. I know everything I need to know, dude. Cease yeah. And desist. Like, Done.
2: Court court jargon at this point really isn't that
3: hard to pick up on. Like we no. yeah the master is guilty
0: obviously <laughs> for many of things. having fucking bad taste. Yeah. The dead ass. Sure. I actually <laughs> like that a lot. I We got, we got some, we can run with that. We're we going to ship that. that immediately.
1: Yeah. That's great idea. Yeah. See, yeah, it's yeah, good I've to have good, you on the podcast, I've got, Kareem. You, I've got a good,
3: uh good fake lawyer for you. You <laughs> need Not me, a different fake lawyer. <laughs> well, we'll use them as a backup. Our, you know, yeah. there's a lot Our of stable lawyers. Of lawyers. There's fake doctors. And here's, the thing, they're all inside of you. Word. Oh, wow. Mm. Whoa. All Whoa. it requires is for you to come up with a funny name, make sure that that person does, in fact, in- exist on Google Maps, <laughs> <laughs> but but use a different address because you're just like, oh, I'm Dr. Ben Katz, Benjamin Katz okay. uh, of Manhattan. If there is a Ben Katz, then... <laughs> but you should be the Ben Katz of Queens, mm. and then come up with a silly little signature, and then all of a sudden you're a doctor. You can get whatever you want. An illegible signature, yes. Yep, the meme right. of And maybe even, may, and the note should
0: be illegible too. Seasoned assist has to be very illegible because yeah. That's how lawyers are. Yeah, but, um, right. we'll, we'll put in the, yeah. the 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 word Microsoft Word, you know, and then yeah, type it out. That's amazing. What's Connor, the, the, I think you could. Connor, you could be Benjamin Katz. Sure.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could, yeah, you could. Wait,
0: Benjamin Katz is a kid that I went to high school with. Cool. He's a lawyer now, it's, now. Now it's now it's Connor Benjamin Katz, attorney at law, Right. The,
2: the 15 year reunion is about to slap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Remember
2: that uh, that kid that poses a doctor? He's like 15. He, cu- he like kind of cut a mohawk into his head. He's like. Going what, around like Houser? no 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 he like he like <laughs> went on like public radio like misdiagnosing people he like oh, sc- yeah. he scammed people out of like two hundred thousand dollars I got and fight. the haircut Do- was a part of it did he forget that it's an audio <laughs> medium that he was was this Dr Oz before he went on TV I'm gonna I'm gonna put this photo in the chat y'all I'm I guarantee y'all have seen <clears throat> this man before I think oh shit he also went to if jail. I saw a
3: fifteen if I saw a fifteen year old doctor. He went to jail with a mohawk. I would be like, no, dude. Yeah, he like don't to touch jail. me. I'm, I'm putting this
1: <laughs> for impersonating a doctor. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> on, <laughs> on, nat- <laughs> on, on national public radio.
3: Yeah. Maybe you that, shouldn't do it publicly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Or or just, you know, as long as there's a, a parody clause that we can cite. <laughs> right. A satire clause.
0: But we're we're, we're professional
1: podcasters. Part. That's that's that is, yeah. you know, I think that's good.
3: Fair enough. So. Yeah. Fair
1: enough. Fair enough. Um, Kareem, how does golf fit in your life? I know Drew connected us with y'all, but with y'all, with you, but... Um, <laughs> well, him and all of I his had, characters. Had, had, no, no,
3: no. That's the right pronoun for me. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. with, you,
1: with you and the uh, the doctor and lawyer inside of you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how does... But But Drew... What was the what was the text that Kareem sent you? I feel like it was it was it was funny about golf. It was just
0: it was it was the I used to hate it, now I love it or now I'm 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 playing or something something like that. Yeah, effect.
3: yeah, yeah. And that was it. No, so so I, I I mentioned that in my childhood I had a backyard that had this massive field behind it. Mm-hmm, right. And so when I was a kid, we just used it as a driving range. Oh, but we amazing. just had like some clubs from Goodwill like the neighborhood kids. We had a bunch of clubs from Goodwill. We all had like there was I don't know if they were complete. They definitely weren't. It was like just a couple irons and like a couple woods and like and, and like one driver. But we would just fucking crank golf balls at the school. It was it was like a field and then the school and we would just try to hit the school. And it was I don't <laughs> oh, know how many that. yards, maybe like I maybe that. like 300 yards. So no one was hitting the school. But every once in a while, one of the old kids would just have a fucking power like drive and and he would hit the school. Wow. <laughs> and so that was like my experience with golf. I was a good at driving, though. Like I was a natural hitter. You know what I mean? Um, so we would just hit golf balls a lot. Like summertime, it was like our, you know, one of the pastimes. We'd also played uh, fucking um, like baseball. It, it's funny. I was thinking about this the other day. We spray painted bases in the cul-de-sac mm. to play baseball in the cul-de-sac, I like even that. though we had those fucking <laughs> sandlots. Yeah, you, you had, had two baseball you had fields behind you. you. Had the the field had two, of dreams, yeah, behind yeah. you. We had two of them. And, and, and for some reason, we decided to deface the public property and play in the concrete. Yeah, and it was really street. like, I realized it the other day. I was like, why did we do that? And that's where we played all the baseball games was in the, it was in the cul-de-sac. Not, we never want to play in the field. Yeah. That's wild. Um, that's bonkers. We only, we only golfed in the field. Uh, and so, so I didn't golf for a long time. And then, you know, like st- as I grew older, the stigma of golf, honestly, I just grew further and further away from it. Like mm-hmm. I just never wanted to be a part of it. I thought, you know, the stereotypical golf aesthetic and, persona just did not appeal to me and uh i have a good friend also from milwaukee his name is blake bensman do you know him i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) but uh he he's actually living with me right now temporarily he just moved back to new york we moved to new york together when we were when i was 25 and he was like 23 and then he moved back during the pandemic and then he's living with me temporarily but anyways i digress So Blake is an avid golfer Mm. and has always been an avid avid golfer and was on the golf team in Milwaukee uh, at his high school. And I I believe he played played in college, but I never went golfing with. He never even talked to me about golf because that's how disinterested I was. And then when we moved to New York, he put it down completely and didn't golf anymore. Mm -hmm. But then the pandemic happened. He moved home and he was on the course literally five days a week. Mm. for six days a week playing 18 the pandy did and that just, to people it did yeah and every he day fell in love fell in love with it again just became obsessed would text me about it i'm like shut the fuck up <laughs> and <laughs> and, then, and then this is the big climax is we kind of like at the like the you know tail end of the pandemic or whatever when people were like a little more mobile but like still not going to work um me and a bunch of friends, we went to Palm Springs for like two months, just like dudes living in a house. And Palm Springs is extremely boring. And Blake was <laughs> golfing, so he was having fun, but I was just kind of like getting drunk by myself. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> one the day he's like, dude, he was like, just come with. And I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll come. Like, let me drive the car. I was like, get drunk on the course. Yeah, exactly. Like this. <laughs> I might as well. And. I was fucking picked up that club again and the whole fucking trying to hit the elementary school came back and wow. he, his jaw, his jaw just dropped. He was like, what the fuck? Ah. That's like <laughs> I was like, I don't golf. And he's like, dude, your, your form is impeccable. Amazing. You just drove that. You just drove that like 200 yards on your first try. <laughs> and like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I didn't even know I was good. He's like, you're really good. Like, it's hard to even <laughs> hit the ball, and you're driving at 200 yards. And I played nine holes with him, and by the end of it, I was like, bought, I went and bought a glove at the at the end of the day. Yes. Wow. I was wow. like, I need my own glove. I need some balls. I didn't buy clubs, but I was like, I'm in. Like, this is tight. Uh, you know, like, yeah. And then in Palm Springs, which has amazingly beautiful courses. Mm-hmm we would play these sunset rounds and... It was just a blast. And I was like, and he's every time he's just like, you're so good. <laughs> right. And like, but, I'm keeping but up with in, this guy inside, that's like, he's screaming
1: like, you yeah. oh, yeah. kind of, <laughs> you're the worst kind of person to show up <laughs> yeah. to somebody who plays
3: a lot because you're like, it's so fucking easy. I've never, I haven't played in 18 no, years. No, no. See, I don't think it's easy. I don't think it's easy. I I just like, I'm, I'm of course, I'm like cocky because I'm like, I, we went with <laughs> other, some other friends who were in the same boat. who were like, oh, I don't golf and they can't hit the ball. Yeah. And they're looking at me just fucking cranking this motherfucker, like, <laughs> you know. And um, I mean, I could use some work on my putting game for sure. But like even my short game, I swear, pretty good. Like pitching wedge, I'm wow. pretty good, like natural. And Damn. I loved it. And, and so um, we kept golfing and then we went to last year we went to Puerto Rico together for like Christmas time. I sound like he's, it sounds like my girlfriend, but he's my, he's my friend. Um And we went golfing there and it's just like, it has become not like a huge part of my life, but like I'll go to the range now in New York city, which I never did for, you know, the 10 years I lived here now, I'll like go at, for happy hour. Instead of like sitting alone, I'll just like go to the fucking range and drink some balls. Um, and so yeah, I'm I'm getting more and more into it and it's fun. Um and I, it's like it he still golfs like every weekend. He'll go to like Marine Park and stuff. Mm. I've yet to do it with him because I've been really busy lately with like all my projects. But I do plan on like continuing, you know. That's beautiful, man. I I it's
2: so funny how um golf finds a way to <laughs> <laughs> like shock you, surprise you, like, and, and keep you coming back. And I'm like, what's so beautiful about it? I'm, I'm like, envisioning every shot that you hit that day where you impress your friend. Like you're seeing that school, you know. You're like, yeah, it, it brought you back to that. And yeah, um, I think everybody has their own version of whatever that is. But for you, it was like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to hit this school to impress the big kids. Mm -hmm. Like, I I hope that that never leaves you because that's something that golfers need. Like, for me, I I have, you know, my childhood course that I grew up playing on and and the folks that I saw playing. But, like, that's never going to leave me. That's the thing that I I fell in love. That's the reason I fell in love with golf. And whether you suck at it, whether, you know, you break a course record, whether you (laughs) – hit a 300 yard bomb and hit a, hit a building, you know, it, it may never happen, but you can't lose mm-hmm. that. I just, I, I want to say that to you as like someone who's like relatively new again to the game. Like this game is going to piss you off, but keep hitting mm-hmm. that school. Keep swinging for that.
3: Fortunately, school. fortunately I'm not competitive at all. I don't Man. keep, I don't even keep track of the points. <laughs> I don't even know if they're called points. Are they called points? That's amazing. That, so, that, some would I call mean, it points. Yeah. It's essentially a point. You just proved your own point. Like you're not right. lying. Yeah. I don't. I just don't care. Like for me, it's literally about the fun. I'll ne- yeah. I'll probably never keep track. Like I just like hitting the ball and trying to get in the hole. But I don't think I'll ever be. I, but I'm not competitive of anything. I'm not competitive at basketball. I'm not like I'm not competitive. Of my career. I'm just not a competitive guy. Kind mm-hmm. of just like I'm. uh My priority in life. I I kid you not is fun. Like mm-hmm. I prioritize fun in work, in in relationships, in friendships, in everything. Like that's my number one. Like a lot of people for work will go like you know, does it pay? And then they'll be like, will it be tolerable? I'm like, is it fun? And then does it pay? And I still need the money. I'm not like rich by any means, but like if something's fun, I'll do it for free. Yeah. Uh, mm. And that's how I like look at golf is like, there's so much serious shit all the time. I don't even need to make that serious. I don't need to keep track. I just want to be on the course. I want to be hitting the ball. I want to be hanging with my friends. And like also the fucking, um, like the camaraderie, and intimacy that two or three or four men and obviously women play golf too i have yet to play with a woman but you know that like intimacy on the range is difficult to achieve in a setting outside of a bar right yeah Yeah. so being outside in nature with your buddies and like everyone's feeling like you know you're catching up about work and family and friends and health and it's just a. It's it. I love the name of your podcast because that is true. Like not only is it physical therapy and mental therapy and emotional therapy for yourself, mm-hmm. but I also feel like it is gr- it's group therapy for your crew. Absolutely, well said. That's, um, that's but so I I will say there's one of the best moments of all time was when we were in Puerto Rico and we were playing 18. And so I really only golf with the same people because those are the people that I know that golf and there was like i forgot what the course was called but there was one hole that was a par 3 and you had to hit it over it was like in a fucking mountain and you had to hit it over a road and the like <laughs> oh, oceans no. right there you have to hit it over a road there's an ocean there and i fucking tee up and i hit it over the road land in the green and oh my god the dude the Damn. dudes behind us. and my bu- my buddy Blake is like yo dude that was fucking sick and i was like was- <laughs> I was like, sick. All right, awesome thing. And the guy behind us, the guy, the group behind us, they're like, man, I gotta say, it's a pleasure to watch such <laughs> amazing golfers. And he's like, usually I get stuck behind bad people, and he's and he's oh, like, it's so it's funny. it's amazing to watch such amazing golfers, and like it's been a blast watching you guys. And I'm like wow what a coup were you like were <laughs> you like sir let me stop you right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> no way are you kidding me you know who you're talking to dude. i love attention <laughs> i love attention from a strange man with golfing with his son in puerto rico on christmas eve if he's gonna tell me i'm a good golfer i'm like thank you dad you're gonna wear I, that yeah. Badge. right yeah, right. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> what time
3: is what time is dinner
1: yeah, <laughs> exactly.
3: um But I remember that because my my friend's jaw he he just his jaw dropped. He was like, "How did you do that?" I was like, "I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm doing." I was like, <laughs> "I just ask." It. He's like my caddy. I'm like, "What club should I use?" He's like, "Oh, take out this." I'm like, "Okay." And then I just for some reason also I've never been good at sports. Mm. Like I'm passable at every. Like I'm able to play basketball, mm. but I won't play. I won't like jump into a game. You, like
0: I won't do. You got the participation game. trophy.
3: Exactly. I mean, yeah. And yeah. and it's always been like that, especially not in New like, York. That's a fucking somehow scene. Gonna, oh, in New York there's no way I'm playing. And with even if it if it's a 10-year-old kid who's like do you want to play one-on-one? I'm like no, absolutely not. No. Walk yeah. away. <laughs> walk away from that situation. I was like I'll play pig or something if you want to play. Yeah, that kid will fucking break my fucking ankle tomahawk, tomahawk dunk on you. Yeah. <laughs> I am seeing the kind of like, a, a, as as an Arab person, it's like, you know, there's just, I, I, is there even a professional Arab golfer? I don't know. It's a good question. Is there, that is I don't a good is question. There anyone? Not to my or knowledge. Like a Muslim, even a Muslim one, you know, is, is it like, I don't know, like Arabs don't have to be Muslim, but it's like, is there a Muslim right. golfer? And,
0: Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, the
3: thing is, um, th- the way that professional
2: golf works is like a little different than like, baseball even hockey like basketball football like those those athletes love using their platform they like right they they thirst for it you know like they can't wait to go on live and talk some shit (laughs) or like (laughs) you know fire off some spicy tweets they can't fucking wait but golfers for whatever reason they are so so buttoned up and so like Mm. i have to abide by the rules of my sponsors because they pay my bills and i will not say anything about anything ever
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: like right. all mm-hmm. all you will see from a golfer is whoever greets them on the 18th hole after they win a, a championship yeah. that's it yeah, yeah. that's true oh,
3: okay so they're yeah the- yeah they're like private or whatever extreme totally. right like totally so i watched um so 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 to, to my point though is like i was like you know i've never like felt not acceptance but i've never felt like it's my place to participate because it's just like not really a welcoming doesn't seem welcoming obviously on the course i feel very welcomed and i've never experienced any sort of weird shit at Mm. least personally but i've only been on the course 11 times in my life um (laughs) so i'm sure other people have and you know my friend blake is like oh you gotta like wear the polo and i'm like well what if i don't want to he's like "Eh," you know like it's like an antiquated rule but it's also kind of nice and actually when i'm on the course i'm kind of like i like that everyone looks like decent you know Mm. like there's it's not you know but cool now Right, like I put on a fucking fit, like a cool outfit. Yeah. But that was respectable and it looked good. But it was like it was my own shit. It was a patterned polo. It lo- it was vintage. Like I was vibing. Like it looked yeah. cool. And then I started looking at, and there are like other people doing that and brands that are doing that. And For I'm sure. like, I like that. It's kind of like keeping the, I don't want to call it classiness, but like the prestige maybe mm-hmm. of it, but still being susceptible to some changes in it which mm-hmm. i think is good mm-hmm. but i watched the 30 for 30 about john daly mm. uh, and i was like oh this dude's so tight like what i character. love this dude you what know he's fucking, fucking epic
1: i met him at a hooters last year in uh, in in augusta georgia he so i went down to the masters last year and every year so he he's not competing anymore but every year he takes up essentially a residency at the Augusta Georgia Hooters he brings a... He, like, parks a a massive, like... The van. Van, mm-hmm. exactly. It's his home. van Business out 30 for 30, yeah. He, he pitches, like, a tent, a, like, a marquee tent, like, a massive tent outside of this Hooters and is, like, signing his own merchandise, selling his own merchandise. There's, like, five people in this tent. The tent is way roomier than it needs to be. And, um, <laughs> and he's making, obviously obscene inappropriate comments towards towards women who work at the hooters which is like very disgusting and, and unpalatable mm-hmm. um and he's like posing for pictures and things what a what a wild character he also has like zero shame about any of it clearly he's zero. Like, he's mm-hmm. f- fully invested in his own persona it's wild have you mm-hmm. heard his music yeah yeah, yeah 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 he was selling his albums it, at the at the hooters it's, too it's uh, his it's, song it's is
3: the <laughs> one single that bangs I like it a what, lot. What, what kind? What like genre does it fall? C- country. In? Take a guess. Take a yeah. guess. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Not metal. Yeah. it's like hard country. I, yeah.
2: I, I wasn't sure if he was gonna go like the Nas X route you know, and, try and blend No, that would be sick. genres. No, I would I would hear not, I would listen to John, John Daly, Daly over a trap beat.
3: Sure, <laughs> I think I would too. That'd be a good mashup. We, we could make that somebody happen. should make it like one of those one of those rappers like a new like a uh, like a Lil Yachty or uh, someone like that or like a. Playboy Cardi should do a song called John Daly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it well, should be like one John Daly or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you want to say. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I, mean, I go hard like
1: John Daly. Right. That's all you got to I mean, say. He has a drink named after him, too. And he's about to further propel into like cultural consciousness because Jonah Hill is linked to be playing yes. him in a in a biopic.
0: Mm-hmm. Whoa. Which, which be, would
1: be
3: I'm
0: I'm so iconic. looking forward to that. Yeah. Excellent, excellent role and excellent. I story to tell. Wait. I mean, I, sure. honestly, honestly, cream. I think you need to link with you know whoever's potentially producing that. Uh, maybe eight twenty-four. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> ESPN. You need to it's produce that. A24. You you need to produce that song because I know you. You know you you make music. You know John Daly. My trap lo- beats. I'll have my
3: lawyer reach out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> have Ben, ben Katz, Katz reach out to
0: us, uh, and then we'll have our Ben Cats reach back out to you. Um, <laughs> we actually have no connection to Jonah or John Daly, but we'll we'll have our people talk to your people. <laughs> we'll yeah, get, we'll snake it through. Sure. Yeah, we'll get it through. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, But b- before we
1: get into our meat and potatoes questions, um. I'm curious to hear how therapy fits in your life. I, I saw um, a, a cool project get spun up by you um, in the podcast space as well that deals mm-hmm. with therapy and with with mental health and in young people. But um, what's your path with therapy been to date? Yeah,
3: so I have this. I, I produced and created this podcast called Walks of Life, which essentially came from the experience that I have with my therapist, which is that I have never seen her. Or met her ever i don't know what she looks like i just talk on the phone with her yeah and every week i take a walk around my neighborhood with my earbuds in and i just talk to this random lady um <laughs> i hope she's a therapist uh <laughs> and, <laughs> it's ben Katz. and it's been cats and i was like this is such a good like it's such a good feeling and i was like i wonder if you know, like young people would be interested in doing this. So I put like a casting call out that was like, Hey, I want to produce this podcast. Got a lot of submissions. There's a bunch of Gen Z's from around the country who uh, reached out. And so we produced this, this podcast called walks of life where people do what I do, which is they, except there's no one on the other line. We are, the listeners are on the other line. Right. Um, so I've been, yeah, I've been doing therapy for like, since I moved to New York and and started running them off honestly. (laughs) so Connor, I don't know if you got one, but, uh, I've got a good one for you. Um, but yeah, like, I think it's almost necessary in, in, at least in this city. Um, I think everyone should do therapy in some sense or some regard, some more than others. I do think that like, for me, I don't really, like, I used to be really, really emotional, like, and moody, like Mm. borderline bipolar, um, in my moods. And, since doing therapy, I've definitely like learned how to sit back and watch my emotions come and go versus reacting to every little thing. And it's taught me like how to prioritize fun. Like that came out of therapy is like that is the thing that makes me the happiest. Hmm. And that is the thing that I'm going to prioritize. And, um, you know, I, I think that the more people are in therapy, the better it is for society in general. Yeah, it's like it's, it's a very I still do it every single week. The more I do it, the less I feel like I need it, but I Mm. still stick to it so that I don't like fall off the cliff or whatever, you know? Um, But I think, yeah, you got to fit into your life. Like I didn't like, like I had a therapist where I was laying on the couch, that kind of therapy. And I was like, I don't think I need analysis. Like I did like, you know, four years of analysis. I'm like, there's nothing left to analyze. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm I actually could have walked in here the first meeting and you could have said, oh, your parents, and I would have been like, oh, okay, I get it. That's it. You know, that's what analysis <laughs> is. There's no other answer. It's just like, oh, your parents, like, your mom did this and your dad did this, and that's why you're this way. And you're like, oh, okay. Uh so for me, like the you know, the current model of like walking around my neighborhood talking to this lady is it it just allows me to sort out how I'm feeling about whether it's, you know, my relationship, my friendship, my work, um, my yeah. trajectory. <laughs> it just allows me to like compartmentalize. carp Cartel. yeah, cartel, <laughs> caramelize, uh, and, and just like move up, move on with my day. And, um, yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much the role that therapy plays in my life. I, I have another podcast coming out. It's called first. Um, it's, it's first with Kareem Rama. It comes out November 11th. I'm hosting that one. So you actually get to hear this wonderful, beautiful voice of mine. Uh, and the podcast is, is me and another comedian sitting down and i tell them the life story of a person who broke down a racial barrier in america but never really got their time to shine cool. so wow. and then and then as i'm telling the story the other comedians like interrupting me and and like chiming in with their own jokes and their own anecdotes and their own stories uh, for example do you guys know who wataru masaka is no i don't mm, think so no. so Wata- wataru masaka is the first non white nba player and wow. he's actually a Japanese American guy. I did know that the first non-white basketball player was
2: Japanese. I didn't wow. know that, but I didn't yeah. know his name.
3: Yeah. And he broke down he broke down the racial barrier wow. in basketball the same year that Jackie Robinson broke it down in baseball. Wow. And at the time, baseball, you know, is America's pastime. So when he joined the NBA, everyone was like, who cares? You know, it was a sport, mm-hmm. but like it wasn't that popular. Mm-hmm. Right. And then five years later a black person would join the league and so like this is kind of an untold story in american history that deserves to be told again yeah um and i was gonna say who's like the first is who's the first black golfer because i was about to be like maybe we should do an episode about the either the first person of color golfer or the first black golfer or like or the first muslim golfer which none of us know if if it even exists but it would be interesting to like that i would want to do an episode about that uh and then you tell their life story and then I think it's a, it's a really fun, interesting show. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's, the that's show. a really cool idea. Very, very
0: cool,
2: and I yeah. I do know the answer to that. I, I actually oh, have a little yeah. a little bit of history on that. Um, oh hell that yeah, I, let's go that I could share with you. But that's that's fire, and I'm definitely gonna be tuning. Oh, in you're not so. gonna
3: share. You're not gonna share it right now. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 he's, he's like he's like dude. I like call my lawyer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> call Ben. <laughs> <Katz>. <laughs> right, call Ben Katz. <laughs> so,
2: so the the first non-white professional golfer, his name is John Shippen, and he hmm. grew up. Uh, in New Jersey where I'm from. Is he is he black? Yes. He's uh he's mixed black and native and oh, cool. he he grew up like building clubs, working uh building wow. golf courses, uh, you know, repairing things like he was just a general like handyman around the golf wow. course when he was a kid. Um, he got some some like teaching, some tutelage, and then like worked his way up to Someone uh, like giving him like an apprenticeship at at a pro shop, um, spent his evenings playing like when they had all left or he'd play in the dark, taught himself Dude. well enough to like qualify for an amateur tournament, which he won. Um, that like gained him essentially like his his licensure to teach before he could compete. And he didn't start competing like professionally until like his 40s. Um, crazy so he's like he's credited as being the first uh n- non-white member of the pga of america wow hell yeah we're doing an episode on him season two hell yeah Boom, and, 100%. And, and he's he's uh there's a, a museum dedicated to him it's actually it's in new jersey it's called the shady rest um two years ago uh the town of scotch hills renamed that golf course shady rest after like some township inter fighting they changed the name a couple of times but like a hundred years to the date they renamed the course shady rest i produced a documentary about it
3: happy to share with you oh fuck yeah dude hell yeah (laughs) that's so sick yeah and and that's the thing is like i'm sure a lot of people just think that uh it was like tiger woods you know what i mean and and like same with the basketball player with right masaka I'm sure a lot of people are. like, Oh, Yao Ming was the first Asian American in the league. You know, <laughs> so it's like yeah. it's very intra Or I don't know if Yao Ming's Asian or Asian American, but either way, um, he's, he's just straight up. It's like, he's Asian. It, yeah, he's he's, he's okay. just Chinese. Yeah. Who was the other guy though? There was another one. Uh, Yao, Jeremy wait, Lin was Jeremy probably Lin, the Jeremy other Lin Lin Sandi Sandi big one. Yeah. is Asian American. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like you know what I mean? It's like it just cool to know that there was someone before these big big players that right. probably didn't get the shine yeah you know and and so that's like the point of the podcast and it's across uh sports and fashion and arts and business and politics it's across everything it's not just sports but very cool i think it's a cool little format and you know like that subject matter can be uh touchy a little bit but i think that's why having it be based from a comedy perspective, right? It's so effective because it kind of takes the piss out of it. But it still gives respect where respect is due, you know? For sure. Right. And yeah. it's funny because the you know people think look at the
2: NBA and like they're stars, right? But that was like that didn't happen until David Stern totally nationalized yeah. the game. And like yeah. the, yep. the people that came before them, they were like taking second and third jobs. They were fucking milkmen, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. making thirty-three dollars yeah. a game. Yeah. Yeah. You cold, know? Cold, <laughs> coal miners.
1: And it's definitely the same in golf for sure. Like the, the, the PG, the PGA tour before what it is now with million and certainly what it is now with the live tour, they were like journeymen. They were not making a lot of money whatsoever. It was, Mm -hmm. it was for the love of the game kind of thing. Um, Yeah. That's, that's a really cool podcast though. Kareem, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited to hear that when it comes out. You said November 11th,
3: that drops November 1st, November 1st. 1st. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be,
0: we'll be tuning in. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, this is something that I'm I'm interested in. So one of our uh, one of our gracious sponsors, Red Rooster Golf, uh, they make our favorite golf glove. Uh, we'll have to get we'll have to get one over to you, Kareem. I know that, you know, you said the first thing you bought when you got back into golf was uh, was a golf glove. So mm-hmm. you need to you need to check out Red Rooster. But we have this segment that we call Get a Grip, where we give our guests uh, a minute or so to rant about anything that they want to get off their chest in in the world of golf. And uh, as someone that's new or, or recently coming back to the game, I'd love to 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 see like where your your grievances or uh, you know just just your thoughts on golf or something that that's like kind of grinding your gears from from coming back to the game. Am I able to just say pimento cheese sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome to.
3: it would add fodder. That's my cause. Add to that's, our court my, case. That, that's my cause. No, I th- I I think you know I haven't really had a lot of like. Negative experiences yet, (laughs) so I don't really have any like real grievance. Um, I'm trying to think of what has annoyed me. I mean, this is blasphemy, I guess, (laughs) and it's not gonna be good, but I think nine holes is more than enough, yo. Personally, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm good with nine, sure. If somebody's like, let's play 18. I'm like, why? Like, we can play 9 today and 9 tomorrow. (laughs) Why do we have to do all of them? Like, that's why they have a back, and you know, that's why they have a back 9. Sure. Mm -hmm. So you could just play the back 9. I'm like, why do you need to play 18? When I go skiing or snowboarding, I don't go for fucking 11 hours. I go, like, from, like, (laughs) from 9 to 11, and then I eat lunch, and then I go from, like, 2 to 4, and then I go home. 4 hours total. Yeah. Chill. And have lunch in the middle, and then, and the après ski afterwards, like, experience a day, but, like, I don't want to be out in the hot scorching sun like for 18 holes. Yeah. And so I think fair. the stigma around nine stigma yes. around nine is that <laughs> is that it should be, you know, it should be respected. Nine should be a respectable number and there shouldn't be any uh, there shouldn't be any any pressure to do 18. Hell oh, yeah, okay. man. I love that, that. that. That's what I got. Get, Get a, grip. a grip, Kareem. no i'm gonna go protest
1: that's a very fair answer i mean like and and when you think about the 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 barriers that are put up for people getting into golf a huge one of them is well for sure cost like monetarily like it's hard to play golf for the first time Mm -hmm. but time is a huge part of that too especially for for people that are that are like you know they have to work during the day you know being able to just like dip out for six hours to play golf is not (laughs) It's not in the cards, especially if you have a family, (laughs) if you like, if you are, if you are tethered with dependents, like you can't, you can't just do that. So I think I'd
3: say make a new, like six, make it six. Totally. Three sixes is
0: is money. Honestly. I mean, I have seen, and there have been, um, people in golf and golf courses and golf resorts that are trying to make short courses more available. They're trying to do, they're trying to route, route it where (laughs) you, where you can play three, six, nine holes. You don't have to play 18. You can play 12 holes. So I do mm-hmm. think that there is a movement in golf to to get more people involved in. And it's not just all the golf hardos that want to play 36 a day. It's it's people that, like yourself that are like, I'm good with six. I'm good with nine. i I'm You know, we don't wait. Need some to. people
3: some people play 36. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, that's Which, sick- that's actually yeah. sickening sick sicko mode.
1: I'm honestly like I'm I'm I guess bipolar on this issue. Like I'd rather play either nine holes or 36 holes. Oh like, God. give me either one. <laughs> give, give me both extremes. The 18 is just, like, bland uh, as fuck. It's just a, it's, a, it's a tease. <laughs> I either want just oh a little taste God, or so the whole kit and caboodle.
3: That's Damn, fair. that's funny. That's fair.
1: Yeah. Um. All right, we'll hit you with a couple meat and potatoes questions. First off, Kareem, what are some of your favorite golf smells? The glove, the grass, the
0: beer it's about it. All oh, great. <laughs> yeah. I'll check out I'll check out. <laughs> check, passes the vibe check for sure. Yeah. Um Cream, I know you're a you're you're definitely a music a musicsman um as a creator of music and and I'm sure also an appreciator of music. What is a song that you would want played on the first tee to get you pumped up for for the round? What would be like your walk up song?
3: Oh shit, let me look at my phone real quick. Mm. I I'll, I'll just like talk a little bit while i'm looking at my phone yeah just i need just i just vamp. need one minute i need one minute off. oh sick okay so i've been listening to the song called punk rock loser by a band called the viagra boys i love okay. the viagra boys do you know sports yeah they're they're yeah sports exactly sports is fucking awesome and and that's like kind of my my mentality about sports but uh, <laughs> you know, so it's like makes a lot of sense for me. Yeah, it's like it's like sports. Like I'm here, I'm doing it. It's yeah. like it's fun. Yeah. But like you're not gonna catch me getting mad, mad about anything. I love it. Mm-hmm. Sports. Yeah, sports. Yeah. Maybe I'll change it to sports. Let's let's do Viagra, uh, Viagra Boy Sports. That makes more sense to me actually. All right. Thanks. For, Put both. All right. Thanks for the assist. <laughs> I got <Boom>. you.
2: <laughs> That's what we do here. I want to ask one more question before we get you out of here. Of course, that you have laughed.
3: So when we were in Palm Springs. We we're with one of my friends. I'm gonna blow up his spot. His name's Lavon. <laughs> I just blow up his spot, uh, and he's definitely more competitive than I am. But Mans does not know how to fucking swing a golf club <laughs> at all. At fucking, I've never seen a worse. Oh my god! Swing in. You know what? Combining all the sports, let's combine tennis, golf, baseball. Fucking boxing. Cricket. This man's doesn't know how to move his body. And it's just comical. And so, you know, being the uh the, the comedian that I am, I was kinda fucking hawkeyeing him with my iPhone for every swing. Uh and then I compiled a supercut at the end of it. Oh my god. And we watched the fucking supercut and it's so Fucking funny, <laughs> uh, and the whole cart was pissing in their pants. I'm gonna try to find it right now. It's such a good video. It's just it, 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 oh, here it is. I already pulled it up recently. Here you go, I'll just see if you guys can see this Levan's catching strays right now. There's a little bit of a window here. Okay, hold on. I'm just gonna play this. Oh, that was a lot of
1: dirt. He hit like seven inches behind the golf ball.
0: That oh, he missed. didn't even come close. That's
1: a full whiff,
0: right?
3: <laughs> that he hit
1: it, LeVon. And I, it
3: is, uh, dude, we were dying. I mean, it was he was getting so frustrated. And honestly, I will say that his swing has improved, and he can he can hit the ball in in a direction that's straight. Um, but that is definitely the time. Like I would highly recommend to all listeners, you don't don't make fun of this person. But if you have the opportunity to make a super cut of one of your friends starting with golf and mm-hmm. watching them getting ex- exceedingly frustrated and then like having it as a keepsake. Yes. Uh, you know, yeah. obviously being like, hey, man, it's all in good jest because be a good sport and like want them in the game. But like it is a funny little piece of memorabilia.
1: Yeah. And and yeah. the positive spin is like, I'm going to hang on to this so that when you're really good, you can remember yeah. where you came from. Yeah. This is where you yeah. started.
3: Levon. Where wow. started Wow. I mean coaches coaches do that. You For know they sure. take the games. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So it's all good. I was just yeah. trying to help him improve his game. Coach <laughs> coach Kareem. It's not like I posted it on TikTok or anything. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Nudge, nudge, not really bad. I had to
0: delete it, that was <laughs> Man, not that was because it was
3: a bad video, but it was, it was just getting bad engagement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, Levon, you, Levon, wasn't you're, performing. Your El- was like, "Please take." Levon was like, "Please take the video down." I was like, "No." And then like three days later, I'm like, oh "I only got 200 views." <laughs> your, your, your your your
0: Elga wasn't uh, tuned for golf content, so that you no. know, it just kind of threw right. it off for the, for a second. It's, it's a blip on the radar now. So wait, are you guys making golf memes or what? Sure. We, yeah, we we make some memes. Sure. Then. Yeah. I need more golf memes.
3: All right. Just from you guys. Just hit. Yeah. Head over. Head over, head over to our page and, and keep refreshing.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, this has been yeah amazing. Yeah, this is great. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for the invitation. It's good to talk about the game, you know, for my, sure. My roommate was my roommate was so jealous. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? I, I literally like play all the time. You're going on a golf podcast.
0: I was like. Yeah, that's Dude, amazing. I, I was like, Kareem, I was like, "Get clouded, boy, I, get clouded." I looked up. I looked up your boy Blake. Uh, Blake Blake follows yeah. me, so okay, maybe oh, uh, maybe I need to. Amazing. Yeah, maybe I need to look him up when he's uh, wow. if he's ever back in Milwaukee. He did, he's he, I think he's going back now. Oh, yeah. I think he's on an airplane right he's, now. He's going to Chicago, <laughs> and wow, then I think he's, he's, he's going in to, the air. No, I'm
3: serious. He's literally in there. I'm not. Kidding. Yeah, I'm he's, on, gonna, he's going uh, to Chicago for a wedding, and then he's stopping by Milwaukee. I'll put you guys on a thread. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd love to. That's amazing. Kareem, we should uh we should hit the range in uh in New York and then go to eat some food at Bernie's. Dude, I'm down, man. I'm down. We'll get my I'll get out. I'll give I'll send you guys I don't know if we did an email, but I'll send my number out. Cool. Word I love it. All right, All right. thanks for the time, Great. dude. Great to meet you guys. Likewise, you man.